Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Katie Neal from Odyssey Country, and we are back here at our new Odyssey Studios at the Hard Rock Cafe in Nashville, sitting down today with seven-time Grammy Award-winning Lady A, Charles, Hi. Hillary, and Dave. Hi. How are you guys? Good. 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 Really good. I'm so happy to have you here in our new fancy space. I mean, beautiful. I know, right here so by the cozy. fire. I feel like I need a cigar. And, <laughs> right? And, yeah. <laughs> Very excited. Thank you guys so much for coming up today. I know we got to chat a little bit right before the holidays. I think it was my last interview, your last show of the year. Yes. Did you guys, like, get some downtime, rest, oh, yeah. relax, fill your cup a little bit we did holidays were really fun busy with little little girls at the house um and then kind of post holiday we got snowed in for a week <laughs> yeah. in nashville oh um so after all those weeks off for the holidays we got another week off so it but it was beautiful it was so amazing how much snow we got i mean it was like we yeah. got more snow in 24 hours than we normally get in yeah. a year? Yeah, or more than that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it yeah. was amazing. It was crazy. It did feel like Christmas after yeah, Christmas. It did. Like, mm-hmm. This could have been here just a few weeks earlier, but uh, I did feel for all parents in that situation because like, everyone's like, get the children yeah, out. It was. Yes. It got, it yeah, got a little overwhelming after a while. It was, fun. <laughs> it was fun. We're so excited. The show tonight you guys are playing, we had a winner who's coming in and you're going to play a totally private set for them, which is going to be really fun. And I know they're going to be like so starstruck to meet you guys. So I want to know, when was the last time like you experienced that phenomenon of just feeling like couldn't even speak? You were so excited to meet somebody I feel like we have that many times I mean the first time we you know we got to do a, um, a crossroads with Stevie Nicks I mean just being in her presence was pretty wow. overwhelming yes I think you know um, gosh I mean the first time Bruce Springsteen Bruce Springsteen oh, gosh, yeah. what was that like we did a show we did a show that was in it was great it was in story. London <laughs> and it was for Hyde Park and like we were opening for Bruce Springsteen and like Opening and so, very early in the day. Yeah, yeah and we so played we got at like to, three, and he played at like. Nine. I know we were opening. We were right in. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Some anyways, they, we yeah. got you know they're like, would you like to meet Bruce? We we're like, of course, and yes. got to meet him. It was unbelievable. I mean, he was as cool as ever. It gave us literally exactly gave us more time. Yeah, it gave us yeah. more time than you would thought. Awesome. And then in between songs, you know, Bruce fans are pretty diehard, and they were going, they were ready for Bruce. They were like Bruce. <laughs> And I was like, man, that was a that felt really good. That show. I was like, you know, they, I could tell that Clara didn't know like all her stuff, but they knew Need You Now and stuff. And she goes, 
I don't know. I don't think it went all that well. They were booing they in between booing songs. Us? I said, no, Hillary, they were saying Bruce. <laughs> they were just praying for and Bruce. So I guess it was kind of like booing. It's like were Bruce. You like, Bruce. Were you just like dying the whole time on your stage? You're like, they're just I booing us. Like, trying to smile through the tears that were coming. Because I was like, oh man, yeah. this is just not oh, our day. I mean, you wow. could be, you could, yeah. you could be any, you could be Kingsley on, they'd still be going Doesn't Bruce because they're yeah. ready for Bruce. For sure. I, the first time I went to a Bruce Springsteen show, I thought the same thing. I was like, are they booing him? Yeah. And you know what's crazy? At Luke Combs shows, the way the crowd will yell Luke, it's uh, it's the same yes. like way that they yell Bruce. It's like Luke. so it sounds like a yeah. boo almost. Yeah. If you're not familiar with it, yes. Oh, Hillary. I know. Yeah. That's rough. She recovered. I did. <laughs> In a similar like vein, what? Where's the craziest place that someone has ever recognized you guys or approached you that you've been like the most <laughs> caught off? Charles, you're like giggling. I got a funny story. I wouldn't say it's crazy, but it was pretty embarrassing. I was on a road trip oh, no. and had to go to the bathroom <laughs> in a gas station. And it was, it was one of those times. It was just, you know, longer than maybe I kind of really would have, would have wanted someone to know I was in there. And I realized that this, this, this father and his son had been sitting outside this bathroom waiting for me to come out for a good 20 minutes. And I was like, oh, hey. You know, probably got sweat dripping down my face. And, uh, and yeah, and took a little picture. And I was like, that was, I was on a business call. <laughs> Nothing important. In the Texaco. I, I like yeah. to overshare. I'm not afraid. We all do it. That's a great story. It's we all true. do it. You know, we shouldn't have gone to Waffle House that morning. <laughs> Hillary, Dave, you want to top that? I don't think I, I can know. top that. I know. Mine sounds very non-exciting. I'm trying to think the last time. I mean, honestly, when the three of us are together is when it happens more. Oh, for sure. I mean, if we're kind of on our own, the grocery store with our kids or whatever, it's very rare. Um probably because I don't wear any makeup and have a hot button. <laughs> Nobody's mm-hmm. like, oh, are you that? Nope, you, I don't look like me. Um, but it's mostly when we're together, Yeah, I, I feel like. I think it's, it's funny with our kids now, too. I'll be, like, in the airport, and someone will say, hey, it's not a ton. It doesn't happen to us a ton. But when it does, my kids are like, do they? Do you know them? Like, who was that? And yeah. I was like, well, they like our music. They like the music we mm-hmm. make. So it's it's kind of funny watching them, like, absorb oh, it a sure. little bit, too. They're like, that was weird. Why would that person yeah. say hi to you? Thomas <laughs> Rhett told me that once, that they were, like, out shopping in Franklin. And I think it was his second daughter looked up and was like, why do people like you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it was a really humbling moment yeah. for my yeah, child. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. That too. Yeah. yeah, why would they like you? That's so fun. So you guys have got a new single out love you back talk about this song and why you wanted it to be the first look at the next project yeah well this song um was sent to us and charles you did all of this the legwork of putting your vocal on it and having the a co-writer on the song emily wise band she went in and kind of sang my part because it originally was not a duet and it's just you know it's a it's a song about just heartbreak which we love um when charles went in and put his vocal on it and emily added her vocal it really you know, brought it to life differently as a duet. Um, I also just really love the fact that over the summer, we brought in a, a bunch of fans into a listening space and played a handful of new songs, and this was the one that they really gravitated towards. So, you know, that's been the theme of our tour last year. This new music is really wanting to to put out songs and put on a show that the fans really gravitate towards and they feel is very personal to them. And so this was the one that that was the out you know the outstanding song of the of the few we played. And then um, it just feels like it's it's leaning into a little bit of of nostalgia for us, even sonically with the mandolin and the way that the production is. Um, 
but more than anything, we just I love. It's just I, I think we we can look at we can look at songs, especially a song you didn't write, a little bit more objectively. And, and I just kept listening to it, and you know, there's only so many themes you can really you know sing about, and and so you know, you're always looking for like a hook said in a different way. And I never heard someone say like, you can love a memory, but a memory can't love you back. Mm. And it's so simple. Mm -hmm. And I'm always like with the best songs, I'm like, gosh, why didn't I come up with that? And it just, it kept, I kept coming back to it. And I immediately, you know, was like, this could be from two perspectives. And I think that's what's really fun about, we always try, you know, as many times as we can, if a song lends itself to, to two perspectives, because a heart doesn't break even, you know, there's always mm -hmm. two sides of the story. And, uh, and, but Dave really has led the charge on the, I think the sound of where we're heading to this record and wanting to kind of harken back a little bit to that kind of American honey type of feel. And, um, and I feel like it's, it's time to do that too. You know, we've, you know, some of our last few big hits have been, you know, more like you look good, bartender, champagne night. And so, so it's fun. like, it's time to get a little, and you need those. I mean, you really need those for a live show and you need them for, you know, a good, well-rounded, uh, album. But it's, I think in our heart, you know, this is probably if I had to, you know, give someone four or five songs like, hey, this is what we're all about, like, this would be in that mix. Absolutely. And you mentioned the new record. Where are you guys in the process with that? We've Man. got some stuff cut. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. We've, we've, cut about we've kind of taken... Six yeah. or seven songs. We yeah, just cut a keep handful cutting. and see where we end up after this year. I mean, I think what we're trying to do this year is leave some space and margin to just kind of see creatively where we go. Uh, we had a big, busy tour last year, so we've got some good time for writing mm -hmm. uh, and trying to kind of just... Let the music dictate where we go. I mean, we, we feel so lucky to be in this spot 17 years in that, you know, the industry changes on how you put out music, when you put out music, and that's a moving target that we'll kind of navigate. But when we are passionate about something, we want to put it out. And so that's what we kind of felt with this was, let's get this out there while we're continuing to write continuing to record and kind of see what project kind of shows yeah. itself. We're going like the Bahamas to write and oh, we're doing random stuff, you know. It's got to be nice to not have the pressure of like the traditional album cycle, be able right. to breathe a little bit. And well, I feel so like people, rushed. you know, we're kind of also in a spot in our career where it's okay for us to take a little time. You know, it's not like, you know, in the beginning where, you know, your label's like, all right, you just got no one needs you now. We need a big monster. You know, so you're just kind of like, hey, you know, because I, I think looking looking back at everything, it's like you can't force the art. It all, always needs to come first. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a lesson that we've learned sometimes the hard way is to put the art before the commerce and mm. and that uh, you know for us to continue the longevity it's 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 pro it's you know in my opinion going to be us being authentic and the music being there um, yes. you know and then just enjoy the process of it and see where it goes you know yeah. and it's like you have no control and I'm always shocked by which songs work and I'm always shocked mm -hmm. by ones you know it's like you know, I, I don't have a crystal ball. We, you know, anytime we've tried to predict what song people are going to react to, we're always wrong. Yeah. I always say that. And people are like, what do you think of this song? I'm like, I have, no I one knows what a good hit is. <laughs> like, in the example I give is like the first, like, 10 times I heard tequila, I was like, I don't get it. And yeah, I was yeah. like, Dan Chase, like, yeah. biggest songs. And yeah. just goes yeah. to show, like, nobody really knows. And I think what you guys do, like, pulling the fans is such it was, a great it was, thing. Yeah. It was helpful for sure. Yeah. It was a, you know, part of the process. And, and two, what songs are we, you know, we kept texting, was like, I have listened to this song. You know, like now, honestly, I'm I'm over Love You Back. Like I've heard it so many times, I've listened to it because you know when you're cutting it, you're like, what else can we add? What yeah. else can we do? Should we re, you know, sing this part or that part? And it's like, it, she's done now. She's out, yeah. out in the world. I can't. We can't go back. Gotta now. let her fly. Yeah, let her, fly. <laughs> let her go. You guys mentioned you've been doing a lot of writing. Is there anybody that you guys have got to do co-writes with for this album so far that you're like really excited about or got to work with for the first time? I mean, a lot. Of, we, we've gone back to a lot of uh, some of our, you know, writers that we've written with a lot, like Josh, Josh Keir and different mm -hmm. writers, Jordan Reynolds and stuff. But we have branched out into some of the. There, there's a new, 
young group of writers mm -hmm. that are amazing. Mm -hmm. I, like, I'm really blown away. I feel like the, the level of songwriting, you know, people always complain, well, something's not as traditional, but I feel like there's a trend now to be the more like textural and specific you can get in lyrics yeah. now seem to, you know, the days of just saying, I love you like a sunset. You can't Gone. say that. You go, I, I love you like a ruby red sunset on this, you know, and, and, and they're, these guys are, and girls are so good and fast at it um, that sometimes I feel like I'm like, wow, I'm I like, you know, trying to keep up, but but it's been fun. I mean, you know, trying to, I've been writing lately too with other artists, or a song with Jake Owen, got one with like Carly Pierce that she's putting on a record. So trying to like Exciting. also, I think, branch out into different things. And I think that's what's, what's fun for us is just, if we're having fun doing it, then you're doing the right thing. Exactly, and you guys have all written songs that other artists mm -hmm. have cut, so I'm curious, like, what's your favorite song that, some, that you didn't record for the band that somebody else cut? No, a little bit stronger, Sarah Evans. Mm. Yeah, for that sure. That was such one. a good one. That one was, like, before Thy Will, probably, like, the most personal song I'd ever written, mm -hmm. and so to let it go, it was okay that, like, we pitched yeah. it, and I was so excited when she cut it, because she's just a huge, huge influence on me um, as an artist and a singer. Um, but that one, because it was it was a number one for her, and mm -hmm. it was the first number one that she had at Country Radio in some years, and so it was really cool to be a part of that Such one. Such a great song. Yeah. Yeah, I think the one with Luke Bryan, Charles and I wrote, Do I. Yeah. Uh, it was just a special moment in time, too. We were early on in our career, uh, and just kind of coming up, you know, similar time with Luke, and getting to kind of, you know, be a part of a little tiny part of his star just kind of shooting and rising early on, and well, that, that was, was a special day. One. His yes. first number one. Yeah. yeah, I always think about that story when I think about like what stories in country music would great make like a great like TV show or episode or something, yeah. and yeah. that one always yeah. comes to mind just because I don't think people realize, you yeah. know, like you know, everyone sees you guys all be friends now, but not realizing like how like you've all known each other yeah. for so long. Yeah. We've yeah. all come up, you know, in different ways, and like uh, you know, I mean, even. Luke, I mean, I'll go back to that day where we're sitting on his porch, and I remember specifically him kind of being like, you know, his first song was a big hit. His next two kind of just 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 kind of hit a wall, and he was like, man, this is a grind. He goes, I, he goes, when I first moved this town, I thought I just want to be a songwriter. Maybe I'll just write songs. And then it was like within a year or two, he's the biggest star in our format. And I'm like, you just never know. And so I think that allowing artists to to develop and find their sound is such an important thing. And if I have one worry in this TikTok generation is that if, you know, everyone's like, well, if it doesn't work right off the bat, then and it's like, well, sometimes it takes a while. I mean, Eric yeah. Church took a, a couple records to really finally get discovered. And we all knew in the town that he was super talented. And it's just like, if something builds and he did it and, and a very much like hit the ground running and, and, you know, build build the audience through his live show. And so there's so many different ways of getting, getting you know, to that point and that, that level of success. And so, uh, but it's fun for us to be a part of it. I mean, I think we first and foremost love writing songs, and you know, uh, wherever it will, you know, where, whatever it, it leads and goes, and like that song, do I think if Luke hadn't cut it, we would have cut it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it feels so iconically Luke now mm -hmm. that it's like it, it. And same thing with the Sarah Evans song, because I remember when when that started becoming a hit, I was like. Gosh, we would have cut that song. I was like, oh, that was a that was a lady I hit. Are there any ones that got away that you still think about? Oh. They're like, oh, you know what? Um, oh, what was the song? It was Megan Megan Trainer and John Legend yes. did it. I'm gonna love you. Yeah, I'm gonna lose you. Oh. That got pitched to us, and we said no. Well, I think we were we could have made it more country. It was a very pop demo. And I was like, yeah, but what they could have gone. Yeah. Thinking? What were we thinking? We I had mean, a couple such American an amazing kids. Song. 
Yeah. Oh my God, I yeah. love that song. And um, you know, there's some like that, but then there's other stories where like, you know, downtown was on hold for Miranda and someone had sent it to us. You know, you know. sometimes you get different writers sending songs and it was like, well, it was already on hold. So technically they shouldn't have sent it to yeah. us, but they sent it to us and we were going to the studio and we were like, we need a song like this. Mm-hmm. And um, and it kind of got back to Miranda that we were, you know, thinking about it. She goes, oh, I love those guys. You know, if they're going to the studio and cutting it, let them have it. I mean, it could have been a big Miranda so hit. So you just never know. And, you know, I think I think songs always find their their right homes. Um but uh, but there, there's always those times you're like, what if, what if? You know, <laughs> I'm probably the biggest culprit of that. You can't, yeah, you can't play that game too much. But I do think the, the life of a song and those stories are always so cool to hear. Yeah. 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 Well, what are you guys most looking forward to rest of this year? Obviously, working on the record, Gosh, doing yeah. some writing sheets. Family time, some yes. space. I mean, we have been, you know, we've been going for a, a while now. Last year was was such an amazing year with a request line tour, and and you know, I think for us just to recharge our batteries. And I always say it like there's there's nothing more fun to me than like that excitement, that pure potential of excitement of you're working on a project and you have no idea if if the song that you're working on is going to be the next big song for you or not. And, you know, 90 percent of the time it's not. But you just keep showing up and you keep doing it. And I'm trying to appreciate that it's so much fun doing that, that, you know, in the past, I think I would look back at it and go, ah, oh, it wasn't a hit. It must have not been that good. And I'm like, no, it was, I loved it. And I was proud of it. And so trying to really get in that headspace. And I think that's where, you know, I am personally, as we're going in this project, I have no fear. It's kind of like, it's going to, it's going to go where it's going to go. And I just, I think the minute we can get, you know, out of the way of the art, it'll, it'll show itself. Yeah. That's beautiful, though, because I feel like so many artists, like you guys were talking about earlier, just like in the beginning years, you're just like grinding so hard and like everybody wants to be at the point that you're at now and like to be able to just be present. I remember you saying that was going to be one of your resolutions to just appreciate the process because so often you're like, oh, we just got to get to the record. Like, it's just we got to get done. But what a beautiful space to be in. I'm so excited to hear like what comes out of this year and these writing retreats. I'm so excited to have you guys here. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming to see us at Odyssey Country. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.